the popcorn princess herself, Ryan Courtney. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Pop Music for Smart People. Today, I'm going to be joined by one of my very dear friends, Brandon Scott, because we both share a love of the artist and album I am featuring in today's episode. That artist's name is Yeba, and her debut studio album just came out a couple weeks ago named Dawn, and y'all, it's a straight-up masterpiece. So I had to give it an entire episode, Okay. But before we get into some music, just a couple things. If you listen to the podcast on Spotify, make sure you select the version of the episode that has with music in the title, which will have the featured songs played directly in the recording. If you have a free Spotify account, then 30 seconds of the songs will play. And if you have a paid account, then the entire song will play while you listen. The podcast is still available on all podcast streaming platforms, but only the version with music directly in the episode is on Spotify. If you are listening on another platform, you will hear this sound throughout the episode. And that is your cue to pause the podcast and play the featured song that was just mentioned. There are episode playlists available to follow along with the recording. You can find these playlists on Apple Music under the Pop Music for Smart People account or on our website, popmusicforsmartpeople.com backslash music. Okay, let's get into it then. Okay, so um, with my very, very good gal pal, Mr. Brandon Scott, better known as Trick Pardo on the TikToks. Hi, how are you? Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Over enthusiastic. Yes. Well, I was nervous because I had a fever. I was running a fever this week, and I was like, I'm not going to be able to record. I just can't because it. Fevers just shut me down. Oh my, I just, I just can't. So now I think I might have a UTI. So I don't know. I'm oh, oversharing perfect. already, but I digress. Oh, that's totally fine. <laughs> a hot toddy, I think, fixes everything. Fever free, though, so that's good. <laughs> okay, good. So today we are sharing our, um, or we are going to share with y'all our shared love of uh, who? The goddess? Yeba. Yeba! Uh, yeah, Yeba! Um, she just released an album called Dawn, which is named after her mother. And she, when did she release it? Like, it was just a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. I don't know the exact date, but yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. I feel like I don't have a gauge on, like, the time when she released it, because I've literally listened to it at this point maybe a thousand times. Like, you were the one that had, like, like sent me the first message about it. And I'm talking about that first night. Or no, I think Jesse sent me something about it. Y'all were listening to it at Jesse's house. 100%. And she said yeah. to me, and I was like, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. I go, I'm going to wait till tomorrow to listen to it. Cause I'm like getting off work and I have to like take transit home. And literally I like was like, what am I doing? And I like left work and put it on immediately and like listened to it the entire way home. Like, and then I've listened to it 30,000 times since. Yeah. Same. It came out at midnight and I, I was, I listened to it until around 2 AM and then, and then got up the next day and listened to it some more. It's, it's just, a, it's phenomenal. And it's very much anticipated. Okay. How many times in the first 48 hours do you think you listened to it? Oh, I don't know. Probably at least a dozen or more. 
I would think. I literally could not believe it. My mind was blown. It was just on repeat whenever I had a chance. Yeah, absolutely. What was your first encounter with, yeah, how did you discover? Yeah, because really she's not, she's not really promoted as an artist. So I always find it interesting of how people started listening to, to her music. So actually I have to, like, I attribute most of my, a lot of my musical discoveries. Uh, my husband, Nick, um, literally, I think, I can't remember. I think it was Evergreen. He like, he had mentioned this song and I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. He was like, you don't know who Yeba is? And like, he knew like exactly who she was. He's, <laughs> he's also obsessed with Mark Ronson. So he knew her through Mark Ronson, but then he also knew Evergreen. And when I tell you that when he played Evergreen for me for the first time, I honestly went into like a spiral. I listened to that song. Like I, I would, that's the only song I listened to on Spotify for uh, three weeks. That's it. Everything I did, like to work, from work. Oh, for sure. It's one of my favorite songs. If you have not heard Evergreen, then you are missing out on something special in life because it is one of the best songs I've ever heard, ever. It is, indeed. I totally agree. And then um, her song with Mark Ronson. Um, Don't Leave Me Lonely. Don't Leave Me Lonely. So the there's like the version that everybody knows, but then she also does that uh, an acoustic version that is, oh my God. Oh my God. Really? It's, oh, I, th- I don't know if I've heard that. I hate to admit that, but I don't know if I've heard it. <laughs> oh my God. After we do this, look up uh, Don't Leave Me Lonely acoustic version. Yeah, but you will, I mean, you'll shit your panties. Okay. All right. It's amazing. Panty shitting time. Panty shitting time. Yep. It's that time. <laughs> Speaking of panty shitting, um, I shit my panties this entire album. Oh, for real. So this album is called Dawn. It's named after her mother. Um, I go as far to say it is a masterpiece. It is like, honestly, one of the, the best albums I think I've ever heard my entire life from beginning to end. I mean, I, I love, there's a lot of albums that I've like love, but this one just like, I mean, transport you like takes you on a journey. It is, it's just like, it's epic. It's so freaking good. It feels very smart and very well thought out too. You can tell that she put a lot of love into it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think cause like at first the two, I didn't, um, I didn't even know the story about her mom. And then, so I was like thinking of it more from like a, like a grief from like a, you know, relationship or, that kind of like way. Right. Yeah. Which I think some of it might like have to do with that. A lot of it really, when you like listen to it, it's about like her wanting to connect, you know, to this, like to her mom who passed. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. So track one is how many years? Tell me about it. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me what you're thinking. Um, so I thought it was a really great intro for what's to come, for sure. One of the things that I think that she did so so beautifully, but this, so if you listen to Yeba and the songs that she kind of releases on her own on YouTube or or, or, or anywhere you can stream music, she uh, she just releases these kind of one tracks that you just kind of fall in love with because it's all you have. And one of the things that I think she did so beautifully with this record is what where she has the ability to just go nuts with riffs and runs and acrobats with her voices. She, I feel like that she edited those pieces so beautifully to appeal to a broader audience. Yeah, appropriately. Yeah, exactly. So I think it was a great, it was a great place to start because she she ramps up. She does ramp up. I'm gonna skip ahead to like a note I had on the second song because I literally say that where I'm like. Like, this is definitely where I, like, got, like, so excited because it was, like, that Yabba from Evergreen, like, you know, where I started to hear the riffs. Because, like, really in that first track, she just beautifully, like, held back and just kind of, like, led you into it. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, no, but remember what I can do with my vocal cords, which is this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> yep, thank you. I do, I do remember. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that uh, that was my note for the second time as well. I had a question for you. Um, 
I don't know. So one of my favorite Madonna songs of all time is Borderline. You know, I'm on the borderline, borderline. Okay. Keep pushing me, keep pushing me. You know that song, Madonna? It's like whatever earlier, like holiday time. Yeah, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that was Madonna's song. So the way she said borderline, like so much in the song, it sounded like, like the way she was saying it sounded like that song. And so I was just like, I want to like, I wish I could just pick her brain and ask. It's like, I have a couple questions like that throughout the album where I'm like, is that a reference to this thing? Because she would have been like that age, you know? Right. But I don't know. It's something I thought about. There was another song that she released on YouTube that is in this in this album that she did a throwback uh, to to a rock band. And okay. I mean, I can wait until we get there. So she did. She did. I mean, I feel like she's all about some some throwbacks and honoring different genres of music too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Because I have there was a couple in this that I'm going to say. Like I was like, I wonder if that. I, I mean. Yeah, but if you're listening, I would love to pick your brain about this topic, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I feel like she did that, like, kind of subtly, like, throwing little things in there that kind of, like, she knew, like, the age of listener would be like, oh, shit. Little nugget. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Little nuggets. Thanks, Yabba, for them little nuggets. <laughs> okay. So then, yeah. So the second song, um, which is Stand. And then I feel like this is really where, like, if you don't, if you've never heard Yabba before, this is like Yabba fans that have already been a fan of Yabba. This is like what quintessential. I mean, she, this is where she really starts to like show you, like her voice, y'all, is nuts. Like she is a vocal acrobat. It's insane. Another level. It's just another level for sure. Stand is is definitely one of my favorites. For the, I mean, really for that reason, she could literally sing just one word and and do her vocal acrobats for five minutes, and I would be be happy. But this this really kind of showcased one of the things that we fell in love with yeah before and her vocal skills. No, honestly, I feel like even like with Evergreen and some of her other songs, I feel like sometimes I actually get so lost in her like vocal acrobats that like it took me like many times to listen to Evergreen to even listen to the lyrics, you know, because I'm just listening to what her voice is doing. So I feel like <laughs> in this whole album, she was so smart yeah. with like really making you pay attention to like what she's saying and like and it just was like so it was so well thought out. Yeah. 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 A few of my notes noted the lyrics and how much they stood out in this album versus some of the things that she's released before. So that's, yeah, I agree. I got, um, I like, and this is like something I'll do throughout the whole thing too. Cause like there's certain songs and things that give me like a vibe of something else that remind me of something else that like give me that nostalgia. But to me, this had, uh, I started to really hear, you know, Jamiroquai, he's like one of my favorite artists of all time. Um, no, no. Okay. You would love Jabariquois. He's like he's like funky. He was this little white dude, but he in the nineties was doing like funk like music that was just like like thoughtful. But he had an album called Funk Odyssey. And it reminded me a lot of this album because he like it was all funky, but then he had songs like a couple of them that were just like these like crazy ballads where he just like did these nutsy things with his voice. Um so yeah, it just like it brought me to that. If anybody listening knows knows Jamiroquai. It just gave me the vibes. So yeah, you should go listen to him after this. I love that. And tell me what you think. I will. I would definitely do that. Okay. Now track number three, I feel like she starts to get a little gritty with Boomerang. So yeah, there were a few, there were a few tracks that I was, I was so delighted to, because one of, honestly, one of the things that I was nervous about her coming out with a full album was you know, were, was she going to be able to pull out, you know, 
some bop, some, some a, a, a tune with a beat, a tune with some speed, you know, a little bit of speed to it. And she really did. And this is one of them. And it is fantastic. It is fantastic. Oh my God. It's so good. I love it too. Yeah. Cause I feel like you're right. Like I was nervous. It was just going to be like a bunch, like, like 12 evergreens, you know, and it's like all kind of stop melodic. And she like threw like some grits. Like she like threw some yeah. in there. Where I was like, I was like, okay. Yeah. Who you mad at? Yeah. She sure did. <laughs> This one I listened to, the first time I listened to it, I paused it, and I was like, okay, let me get myself together, because I was really excited. <laughs> and then I, so I listened to it twice, I had to listen to it twice in a row, just to make sure that I got everything in, but yeah, it's I was I was really, really excited about this. And then there was more further down that it got better, it got better and better, too. Was, I mean, as far as, as far as her... Her grit. The, the tempo, you know, the more upbeat tune, so. Yeah, absolutely. So this one, I wrote down, one of my notes was Kill Bill. Like, it just, like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they could literally just make a sequel to Kill Bill. And yeah. This, or just around the song. It just gave me those vibes. And the video, too. Did you see the video? No, I haven't seen the video. Wait. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, my God. The video is so good. It's got the guy, and he's, like, uh, she, she's, like, I really don't even know what's happening, but she's kind of like just standing in the cabin and like surveilling him. And he's like trying to run across this field and she's just like right. giving him this look. And all of a sudden he just gets pulled back up by this invisible force and like pulled some down to like some crazy hole. Like, like she's mad at him. That boomerang bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, what has he done? Yeah. But she just like got binoculars on him and she's just like, like, this is what you deserve. I'm like, what happened here? <laughs> like, that poor dude. <laughs> but you fucks with Yabba, and that's what happens, okay? Or maybe he deserved it. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm ho- I hope that he did. Otherwise, Yabba's a cold-hearted biatch, and I just had no clue. <laughs> okay, so track number four is All I Ever Wanted. Love that one, yeah. Oh, my God. Love it, love it, love it, love it. I literally tried to say at one point, one, like, one song's my favorite, and then, late, like, by the end of the list, I'm just like, you know what? F that. Like, I don't, I can't, it's too hard for me to pick a favorite. Like, my favorite changes every day. Yeah, it was, that was, it was really hard. It was really hard. I, I mean, I, I did end up na- naming, like, a top two, I think, or maybe top three, but it was difficult. Yeah. So, I, my notes for this one, I literally wrote down, so this song... This song was kind of the one where I, like, felt, like, so transported. So I, like I said, when I listened to the album for the first time, I was coming home from work. I live in Chicago, and I have to take a bus and a train, and I have to wait usually, like, a, like the time I get off, I usually have to wait, like, a good amount of time. And, like, I'm talking, like, this was, like, a Saturday night. The city's, like, booming because um, people are, like, finally be able to go get back out and stuff. And there's all this stuff going on around me, and I'm on this, like, a train and on a bus. And I remember, like, I got home, and I'm, like, I don't remember being on a bus. I don't remember being on a train. I don't remember anybody around me. I don't remember like, like I don't yeah. like, I honestly tried to think about it. And like, I just get, like was just so transported by this, like her album. But this song especially was one of those ones where I was like, how did I get home? I don't know. You were transported by the queen. Did you ever have some binoculars on me? Just like pulling me backwards. To, <laughs> to the city of Chicago. I had no clue. I'm just like, Oh God, I got boomerang. Boomerang bitch. Okay. I did make a note on this one, which actually made me kind of start listening, listening to the background vocals a little bit uh, more intently. Was I think Yeba actually sings background for herself through the album. Um, I, of course, I, there's no way for me to know that without looking it up, and I and I did not take the time to do that. 
Um, but it sounds just <laughs> like her, and she did a beautiful job at that as well. I mean, like, who else you can have sound, sing background for you when you sound like that? Well, I mean, I wouldn't want anybody else <laughs> if I sounded like her. <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you everybody else is like, no, I'm good. Thank you. Our gal pal, Jesse, we have her and I have this thing that um, if one of us wake up and we can sing like Yappa, we're going to we're going to issue the phone call that it's happened. <laughs> and we're going to go on the road and it's over. <laughs> I'm talking about the second that happens. Ryan Courtney got a one-way ticket on y'all's coattails because all the way to the top, okay? Come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> but what if it sounded like, yeah, but we rule the world. We out. <laughs> like, literally listening to her voice, she's one of the people I listen to her voice, and I'm like, how is it even possible? Like, how? I, it doesn't even make any, it doesn't make sense. Like, like why? and why didn't I get that? I, I, know, I know. I know. I barely <laughs> have a speaking voice as it is, much less being able to. I've wanted the same thing, and I'm sure a vocal, co- a vocal, you know, like a vocal coach or somebody that studies but you know vocal vocal acrobats and how the vocal cords you got it you got it come on can tell us more (laughs) but but i just feel like every every like line she sings it's she she offers like a little bit of grit a little bit of softness uh, a head voice where it's you know it's super high and soft and i don't know her chest voice comes out sometimes it's just all over the place like uh, all the time yeah, where I know. It's usually thing. a singer will sing in their chest or their head, you know, and flip back and forth. She's all over the place. I love it. I think that's maybe that's the appeals. It's surprising. Yeah, sur- I literally wrote that down. I wrote that down too. Surprising. This album to me was surprising. Like she, like she surprised the shit out of me. Like I, like I said, I was expecting twelve evergreens, and so to get like the range that she did in this, and like it was just, it was yeah, it was surprising. It was awesome. And top to bottom, it's just beautifully done. Listen, don't let's not let's not talk about tops and bottoms, okay? Oh, sorry, wrong podcast. <laughs> Wait, what other podcast are you guesting on? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my god! Guest guest Twitter appearance or something? Okay. Oh, oh oh my goodness! Check out my Twitter. <laughs> it's just me with like stand up signs and yellow. Right. People are like, oh, it's dirty. No, no. My tiny microphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hello, hello. Far Away featuring Aesop Rocky was awesome. Yeah, another one of those, um, more of an up-tempo than what I expected from Yabba to have. So I was delighted to hear that as well. Okay, so I have two notes for this one. One is another reference because she says, I'm dirty dancing. And I'm like, mm. Mm, 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 mm. Is that a dancing oh, yeah. reference? Because like, the way she said it, like I'm dirty dancing in because it didn't like, and she like brings it up again, but just the way she said it, like I'm dirty dancing in my bedroom, I was like, hmm, like that sounds like a you know. I bet it is. I bet you're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, right. Good catch. Thank you. And then also too, I would be remiss if I did not bring up the Aesop Rocky lyric, which is uh, "Yabba Dabba Do." I'm with Yabba and my crew. <laughs> Yeah, I knew her. I was like, well, I mean, I'm fine with Yabba Dabba dude. Yeah, I'm fine with Yabba Dabba being a thing if we want to make that a thing. <laughs> oh, no, I loved it. I loved it. Like, I'm talking, like, I, like, I, like, played that part back, like, probably 20 times. I'm like, did you just say Yabba Dabba? Yeah. Did you just put Yabba Dabba do into a rap song with Yabba? Okay. Right. <laughs> okay, and then we get to October Sky, which is track six. <gasps> oh, here we are. We've arrived. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> so good. It's so good. That's honestly one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. 
It's a masterpiece. Yeah, I think it might be my favorite. You've already said that once. This is actually one of the songs that, uh, well, I referenced this song earlier that she released on YouTube uh, several, I guess it was a few months ago now, but she um, paid, you know, she paid homage to um, the heart song alone. So she kind of breaks, she does the October Sky um, kind of, rhythm i think she breaks off in one of the choruses and kind of pays pays tribute to heart of the alone her their alone song oh, that's and it was awesome. just beautifully done oh god i wish she would have done that on the album that would have been so freaking epic i know i know i was i was expecting it but did you so do you know the like kind of story with the song too there's a really cool story so mark ronson and her literally like they recorded this song i, I, I don't i don't want to like Misquoted, but they literally recorded this song in like all these different studios around the world, like 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 in a lot of different places to get the sound like exactly right. They literally like there's like I read an article about this, but they literally like she just like kept like she wasn't happy with one part and they literally just like did it in all these different like environments and styles, but it took them like this song was like a long process to create and like they because she wanted it to be perfect. Really? I so love Mark that. literally like did yeah. It's really, it's really cool. Like how they, it's like this one took like a year, like years. And honestly, I feel that too. Honestly, yeah, it's it's. I feel that it's one of the best songs I've ever heard. And like she also in an article talks about one of her um, influences being Joni Mitchell, and I totally got that. Like out of the song too. Like it just, yeah. Oh I, yeah, I love yeah, Joni I Mitchell. Like, yeah, for sure. The lyric where she says, and I'm not gonna try to sing it, but uh, like where she's like, and I as I go back uh, home to Memphis. And then she like does that like yeah. crazy long like run like oh my god like I'm yeah. talking about gooseies like oh, no. just, <sighs> yeah yeah it's, she re- she really showed off some some of her skills in the song which I, of course I love but and also the the lyrics are another one so something interesting too this song mentions cigarettes <laughs> and I don't know this I don't know this is probably not worth mentioning but a lot of songs that Yeba either had releases on her own or collabs with mentions cigarettes um just as a little a little extra nugget if you want to okay. listen to you like yeah go back and l- like listen for the the reference and i don't know why i don't know why that it stood out i don't know why it stood out to me but um mm-hmm, just another song that she mentions cigarettes with piece of useless knowledge for you oh thank you i love that yeah but if you'd like to reach out and just you know fully explain we yourself got that, nugget. Like, we, got <laughs> we got questions we got we got questions <laughs> Okay, that takes us into track seven, which is a Louis bag. Like, this is what I said. I literally said, like, this showcases this other side of Yaba that has dirt under its nails. <laughs> that, that's what the note I Dirt under its That's really great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of this, like, gritty side of her that I was like, okay. It's another one of those up-tempo ones that I was happy to see, too. I just I'll keep pointing those out because I think they're really special that she did such a good job at you know <laughs> some bops. <laughs> you heard it here first, yeah, but you did a great, great job. Because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just to let you want my opinion. <laughs> hello? hello? Yeah, but you you did great. <laughs> um, I also had no clue who Sino was, the rapper. So this is my introduction to him as well. Yeah, same. 
And maybe I, I feel like may, like I hope there's not people like we're on TikTok right now, like streaming live, and there's probably people that are like <laughs> boomers. <laughs> I'm like the Smino. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah um i think also there's a background vocal that lasts about a minute or so that eventually come that it's eventually yeba singing um the melody again on this song and it's, it's i had to really listen for it but i just wanted to shout out to the background vocals again on that one. Oh my god so yeba shout out to you there's yeba good job baby <laughs> But there was uh, the the last time I listened to it, I was like, really let let me let me listen to the background vocals for a, for a moment. So I started paying attention to them. Yeah, it was during the it was during like the rap section that you could hear just very faintly in the background. And as he finished his section, that what was the background came to the forefront and eventually became Yeba coming back in with the melody. And I don't know how, I don't, of course I don't know how it was recorded or anything like that, but it sounded really cool if you listen to it, but I digress on that, on that point. Okay. I'll have to go back and I'll have to check, check that out. Um, next is one more smile. And even, I feel like this is like an interlude too, but like, even her interludes like got me in my feels and she like re- uh, mentions louis bag again which i like love that yeah yeah so that's what i thought too it might have been like a postlude from louis bag or but if that's a thing i just my, i'm actually you've heard it here first folks here at pop music for smart people postlude <laughs> if that's not a thing I, i'm gonna claim that hello postlude postlude i don't know if you've heard that before word of the day is postlude postlude <laughs> Um, but yeah, I loved, I loved it. And I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. And I love the reference to Louis bag post loot. I'm like, that sounds like something. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I can't. I, this is a family show. I'm sorry. This is a family show. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. We'll do that on the, we'll do that on the next segment. Uh, the, the after, after midnight segment of, uh, of pop music for smart people, <laughs> the post loot, if you will. We'll have to switch to a different live stream. Okay. Okay. Number nine is Love Came Down. And this song got me right in the gut. I love this song so freaking much. Oh, good. So good. I feel like she like switched gears again. It was like that disco like banger that like it was like that disco, like it had like disco feel, house music feels. And I found out in doing my research on this stuff that um, it's produced by Kay Trinata, who is a house music DJ, a gay house music DJ from Canada, who's effing amazing. If you don't know who Kay Trinata is, check him out because he's everything. But he produced this track. Nice, nice. I love that. Yeah, it was really good. Got me too. She got more of her acrobats in there. Yeah. It was just another surprise where it was like, she. I felt like she like did the gritty she did the like yeah, but and this was like then she like went into like this like house feel like I was just like it was so smart to bring in a producer like Kate Trinata for a song like this and like it came at like the perfect time in the album I think. You know what's interesting is I made a note. Um, uh, I made a note that if some if someone got this song and did a remix to it and put it to some some delightful visual effects it would it would really be special <laughs> I just kind of got that feel <laughs> for it would be really be special for... <laughs> okay so you you hear you've heard it here all my uh 
visual effects folks out there, let's get something working. Let's get something twerking. Email it to popmusicforsmartpeople at gmail.com for our viewing pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you and good day. <laughs> And then we move into track number 10, which is Distance. This is where I literally said, yeah, I take back, like, saying that I have a favorite song because, uh, like, I for- like it's like the later they are in the, in the album, I, like, forget about them until they come back again. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about this song. This song is, like, right. it's so good. It's It was distant from me, but then, <laughs> then I remember. It, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So so this she actually released this one like a maybe a year and a half ago or so I think. Um. So I was really happy to see it on on the on the album. Um. I'm pretty sure it was written directly for her mother. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's it's a gorgeous, gorgeous song. She did so good. Yeah. I mean, the, all obviously all of it's good. We keep saying that over and over again, but. This one, especially if you listen to it in the context of missing, you know, missing her mother. I'm talking about, I literally wrote, have that as a note. I have that as a note, like knowing this song, this whole album is about her mother. And then this song being one of the last ones that like, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like I squalled like a little, little lad. Just elevates. Yeah. Just elevates some of the tunes. Just like, I, I cried. Like, I think I was probably actually on the bus or the train, just like crying. And Yeba was like boomeranging me. So I had no clue what was going on. People are probably looking at me like I'm crazy, but she <laughs> got the boot. You got a boomerang. <laughs> Come back. I was like, well, there, were, there were definitely points where people were looking at me like I'm the crazy person, like in Chicago, like on public transit. Because I was just like, I don't know about I was in this album. I was feeling it. Like, like every song got me in a different way. I can see you being in public and just being exuberant about this new this new album and not giving two shits. If you're that you're in public, just but also going, going through it. all the different levels that she takes you through on the album. So like literally, it was like at one point I'm like getting gritty and I'm like, mm, I just like duck lips. I don't give a shit. And then like love come down. I'm probably like just on the, <laughs> on the back, like I and then just crying right. for distance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can totally see that. <laughs> People are just like, grabbing their bags and scooting away from me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna rob me. Yeah, what is this guy on? They're like, they're like, there's probably not even music in those earbuds. Oh no! Oh, God. <laughs> oh little did they know. I was the same though. I was, I was in bed next to Josh, and I was like, I really have to keep, I really have to calm myself down because there were, you know, there's some parts I was getting very into. <laughs> I was getting feeling. Oh, okay, <laughs> you were feeling yourself. Yeah, yeah. I actually forgot to mention, uh, this is this is totally on me. So Brandon Scott, who I am speaking to at the moment, is uh, married to one of my other very dear friends, Josh Meredith. And for anybody that um, listens to the show regularly, um, you will recognize Josh from, he has actually been on the podcast before. He's a alumni um, on the Josh Meredith episode. Um, so it's actually funny because my I experienced music with this couple as intensely with each other, but like in different ways, in different genres. So me and Josh, I'm talking about, we are like the, like female boss girl, get down to the ground, twerk your ass off, like rap. Like that's what we like dirty rap, go get it. And then me and Brandon connect on like a, like 
like I'm in my feels, like wrap me up in a blanket, put me on the couch, and like let's like fucking get into this like yeah. soulful voice that I'm like listening to. Like tickle my soul. Yeah. I love these boys because they give me they give me each of uh, the things that like I crave in music. So yeah. I, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. So funny because I could like think about it in my head about those moments where I'm like twerking on a fence with Josh. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, or I'm like laying <laughs> yeah. down on the ground, yeah, yeah. just like like literally vibrating with you to like a woman's voice that is like blowing us out of the water. Right. Yeah. Okay. So okay, the last track, track eleven, Paranoia Purple. This one, I'm not gonna lie, like it threw me for a loop. And the first, I remember even like the listening to the album the first time, I was like, wait, what, 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 what? But now I'm like, oh my god, it just makes so much fucking sense. Same. Same. It's so good. It was a dark horse, honestly. It was a dark. I feel like that it was the dark horse, maybe because it was last. Well, because it's like kind of trippy too. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. The more I listen to it, the more I love it. There's a lot she says there. Yeah. There's like no other ending. I could. I couldn't think of another ending. And then the last few seconds where her mom, a voicemail from her mom. The, I know you're exactly what you're talking about. The very end of the song is literally a voicemail from her actual mother, and that's yeah, like it brings the whole yes. album to closure. But yes. like that. That was uh, intense. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, so actually, the, another fun little another fun little fact, but um, there's only two songs on the whole album that Yeba wrote completely by herself. Every other track, she like had co-writers, and it was October Sky and this song, Paranoia Purple. Nice. That's cool. I love that. I didn't know. I didn't know that. That was cool. Uh, and yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, so every, like, literally every, every other song she wrote was somebody. But I feel like maybe October Sky was written like a while ago and Paranoia Purple was like something she did, you know, almost like as like a finalization of this album, which like also blows my mind that she could think that way, like that far apart from each other. Yeah, October Sky went on YouTube. I guess it was probably about six months ago. But she's been writing it. That song, she's writing that song for like a couple of years, I think. A minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure that I'm sure that the recording had just finished and all that, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> my final note I literally just said, um, honestly, ten out of ten, no notes, zero notes, Yeba. <laughs> As like a general generalization for the whole album, the whole album. I'm talking about like I like I would try to think of like one criticism and I cannot. I can't either. And honestly, like I said earlier, it was just so beautifully done. And it was very, I think it was, I think that she came through, you know, as an artist and she was able to showcase herself, showcase her, her music, but also put together something that's truly just such a broad appeal for a lot of different people and a lot, you know, people that like various genres and i could also very much hear these songs on movies on tv shows and that sort of thing because they're some in some parts it's very haunting and some parts it's you know um like the you know the few the upbeat songs that she has or i I just think they're just so clever in the way that she put them together so i could very much see see these being on movies and tv shows and other other media outlets too same you know kind of it blew my mind when i found out that this is her first like studio album like and just the amount of time that it took her like to get it together because like that just like proves to me like how like involved she is and how like much she loves it and how much she's like just like connected to her music because like she this was a process and it came out (laughs) magically (laughs) yeah i feel like well this is a yeah but if you're listening this is another question that we have um i feel like 
I feel like that there's no way possible that through the years of her releasing music on her own on, you know, on various platforms that she didn't have somebody, you know, approach her for a, a contract of some kind. And it just makes me feel like that she wanted to put out her music on her own, on her own terms. Um, which honestly, I don't know if that's true or not. It, it, it feels that way. I, th- I don't think that she, you know, is signed with a label or anything like that. Um, and if so, that makes, that makes this project so much more special if she did it on her own, in my opinion. And go, bitch. Go. You boomerang, bitch. Uh, So I do know this. She did, um, so Mark Ronson, like, you know, he's been with her for a minute and he produced this entire album, but she actually signed to RCA right before, like, like to release this album, she signed to RCA and not to Mark Ronson's label. And Mark Ronson still, even though she, cause she was like, she was like, I need to do this, like for the album to come out this way. And he still produced every single track on her album. He like literally, he has a statement where he literally in an article says like, I was really upset. I was really sad that she didn't, you know, that she didn't sign with my label because he has his own label and she signed with RCA. But literally he was like, but the way that she said she needed to do it and the way that it needed to happen that's how it needed to happen. And like, that's what made it feel, that's what was right. And so he's like, so I had, I was yeah, like, that's what <laughs> like, that's how invested in, in, in like, their that's shit, like her about. shit that she, isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's what I'm talking like, about. Yeah. Still, I love like, that. Still I mean, there like, you go. Like, I mean, it's even do what you gotta stuff. do. I'm gonna produce it all still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yabba dabba. Oh, yabba dabba do. <laughs> and yabba dabba, yabba, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> I like it's. I I I read another article too that was like the they are predicting that you know she's gonna come out with like um like an anthology like kind of like Adele did where it's like you know her eighteen nineteen twenty one. Um, oh. but yeah. they were like they literally said in the article they said we feel like Dawn is for people that were already Yabba fans, this is going to be their, like, this is going to be their, like, shining moment. And they said, and then, like, the next one is probably going to be, like, for the masses, what they're going to, like, all super connect to. Blow and I like, kind of yeah. love that. Yeah, I kind of love that where, though, it was like, it was like, this, this yeah, one's for I love that. the Yabba fans, you know? Like, this one's, like, this is the ones that like, yes, we're, like, so we, invested in. I hope that's the case. And, I, I mean, I did have that thought, too, that we're probably only going to get, we're probably only going to get one as secret, as secret admirers of Yabba probably only going to get one album before she blows up and she best i know that's well she's already she's already about oh my god if she does it i'll like if she doesn't win every single grammy i don't care what category it is country best country album best rap album give me every (laughs) single one (laughs) everyone (laughs) oh my god album took ryan on a journey through the streets of chicago best grammy you got it (laughs) (laughs) right under the covers in nashville best grammy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got it Oh my goodness. Winner. Yabba Dabba yes. <laughs> I could not. Final notes. Like what are you have, what are your final words for Yabba Dabba Do? Um, you know what? I'm I'm super I don't I've never met Yabba, but I'm super proud of her <laughs> for this. And it's just a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal project. First project, last project, just generally speaking, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal album. Definitely listen to it. Um, she actually released like an Instagram post the day before that, the, the day before the album released and said, um, my suggestion is, or something along the lines, my suggestion is to listen to it top to bottom all the way through. Now that could be for the purposes of streaming 
you know, how streaming things, how streaming calculates. No, you know, it's not, you um, know, it's not. you know, exactly why you it's can't go that. wrong because it tells a story. Yeah. It tells a story top to bottom for sure. There we go. That's my take. If you listen to it, you will know, you will know the reason she said that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. And it's like, she, she did it exactly the way it was meant to be done. Uh, when I say like, I highly recommend like do like listening to like in, in that order and listening to it in that way, because it is, <laughs> It's, you go on a journey. She gonna boomerang you. Boomerang. Boop. She's your boomerang. <laughs> Be sure and look out for that post, dude. <laughs> oh my god, not a post. Okay, and and stick around after this um yeba talk for some post, lewd. <laughs> post, lewd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally. So my final note was um uh one of the best albums. I've literally ever heard in my entire life. Yeba, you are a frigging goddess. That's what I like to say on the show. I have my goddesses that are up there for me. Missy Elliott. I got my Celine Dion. I got my Sade. I got my Britney. Yeba, you are a goddess for me. Uh, you know, you're a newer introduction to my life, but you uh, have quickly worked your way up to like the top of the stands for me. Like you are just up there. I'm I'm a Yeba stan for sure. Um, and just, yeah, thank you for sharing your music with us. And thank you for sharing like that with, with us. Cause it's really, as you can see, I literally did, I've, this is my first episode I've ever dedicated to just one album <laughs> or one artist. Um, the show, <laughs> right. Usually I feature yeah, two or three yeah. or four artists every single episode. And I literally was like, nope, this deserves a sole episode. Cause I want to share this entire album with people. So yeah, that's how much it meant. And I got to do it with hello, hello, hello. I regret nothing. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> I do not regret this podcast. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. Um, Brandon, I love you so much. I really do appreciate you uh, coming on here and just like, yeah, Gavin with love me gal, about our mutual love of Yeba. In your time. In your time. Thank you for having me. I've had so much fun. Um, I hope you're ready for some some post-lude. Yum. <laughs> Stay Stay tuned for the postlude. Okay, I mean, I'm talking about y'all. Better stay tuned for the postlude. <laughs> yeah, but you tune out for the postlude, okay? You don't need to be here. Your angel yeah. ears don't need to be here. <laughs> what we're going to say. <laughs> All right, I love you, gal. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Mwah. Guys, if you enjoy the show and the content I create and want to show the podcast some support, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com backslash PMFSP, where you can buy me a virtual slice of pizza Or if you want to show support on a regular basis, you can sign up for one of our three support membership levels, which each come with extra show perks. Any and all support is very much so appreciated. And if you can't support financially, I would really appreciate it if you could tell some people you know about the show who may enjoy it. Thank you so much to all my listeners. Your listenership means the world to me. You can also support the show by going to our merch store and getting a piece of fun, colorful pop music for smart people merchandise. You can find that store at our website, popmusicforsmartpeople.com backslash shop. And as always, guys, please tell your friends, family, fellow Yubba stands, boomerang throwers, and your one friend who went viral on TikTok but can't shut up about postludes about the show if you like it. Or you know what? Even if you don't, because who knows? Maybe they will. Okay, I'll meet y'all here on Friday because what happens on the podcast stays on the podcast. Bye! Thank you.